Hello, and welcome to the Knuckleball Podcast, where two strangers hang out for the first time and make magic happen. And that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> all right, enjoy. Hey, what's going on? Hey, I'm I'm good. Sorry, my camera's off. I do apologize. I know this no, is a podcast, but I just, sometimes I don't like being on videos and stuff. It's fine. I, I don't mind. It's okay. not going to end up on YouTube, right? So it'd be no, right. no, no. It is not ending up on YouTube. Not especially <laughs> since I literally just woke up. <laughs> no, it's just all good. It's all good. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry about the whole thing because i was like i don't i don't remember which account i used i've got i have a thousand accounts and i'm like i don't know which one i gave yeah so, no worries wait why yeah. do you have a, a million email accounts <laughs> well it's not that i have a million so at first so it's all because of like privacy so like when i first signed up to reddit and i found out reddit was a thing um i made an account it was my real name my real you could like know where I am, who I am, find out everything. And then I was like, but I, I want to say something. It's like if I say something like political, or if I say something that's a little edgy, not like rude or anything, just a little edgy or like what my family finds out, X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay, I need a new account. Um, and then like I got- Controversial. Yeah. So yeah. then I, <laughs> I got into, um, so on Reddit, there's a simulated so there are a few subreddits where they simulate politics so you stand for a party and you vote for bills and you take it to like in britain it would be pass the bill to 10 downing street pass it as law and it goes to house of lords in the u.s version it goes to the house it goes to the senate and then it gets signed up and it's like dnd and you play it so it's like but i don't want this account to feel with their account so i then have to make a gaming D account and then i've got like <laughs> like you know whatever like, okay, you sound like you have so many personalities that you're trying to like compartmentalize them across all of your accounts yeah i mean i i just need some of my main account where i reach you out on that's yeah. my main account i use that for like everything like podcast politics sport everything okay. um but then there are a few so then when i made a political political like the simulate the gaming one uh, i was already using that account but it was getting too much i was like i don't know these bills i don't even read them so i was like i'll separate that and put into this one um and then i got a few more accounts just uh you know i don't i don't know why <laughs> my original account is like 10 years 11 years old mm-hmm. uh, i never go on there I, I still have access is to it. Is it because like there's just too much shit going on that you know you're in too deep and you you just don't wanna you don't wanna open up the Pandora box anymore? Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um and so that account is a on the when you go through it and you look at it, it's a usual account that a guy hasn't used in eleven years. It's still there. You okay. can read my comments and whatever. I've not deleted it. But, you're just but it's a... still there. 
you're just a full-time lurker at this point. Yeah, yeah, on that account. On that account, anyway. Nice. Sorry. Wow. I'm 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 just like I'm learning so much about you in the first three minutes. <laughs> um I don't know because I'm kind of the opposite in that like I have a main account. I have one account and everything's there. But when you take a look at my email, it's like 16,000 unopened emails. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, I could probably do you better than that. Uh, sorry. You could I don't do better than that. Very sorry, but I could probably do better than that. I've not opened this email in goodness knows how long. <laughs> that would be really funny if if we just like have a look at your email and be like, what kind of not shady shit but just really random things that are going on there um yeah um it reminds me of so one of the guys who created reddit his name was uh aaron swartz uh, unfortunately he's passed away now um um in his will i think in his will he wrote that i am handing my heart public uh, i'm making my hard drive public and i want everyone to access what everything and I'm still trying to find out how far they got with that. But he said, it's public information. That's like, so insane. Wow. But the thing is, he was, uh, the government treated him unfairly. So he was arrested because he broke into MIT and downloaded all the science papers that students couldn't really afford and published them all like he hacked into and then he found about the voting system and how it's it's not representative of democracy and everything. Um, and yeah, he was really pushing for open access and everything. And I, when I saw his documentary and I first found out about him, it was when uh, SOPA happened. Do you remember SOPA? S-O-P-A mm-hmm. there. And then Wikipedia shut down for a day. And uh, I think it was a few of the websites shut down for the day because it was an invasion of privacy. I think he was the one of the leaders of it. And so, yeah, in his will or the letters he left behind, he goes, my hard drive is not public. Wow. Would you, I don't know if I ever do that. But then again, I'm all for open access. Like, you know, especially with education and and all of that. Like, there's just so much, uh, not stigma, but like, imbalance you know and having money is really important if you want to get to the next level and so now it's like with all of the you know uh what do you call it like mass open sourceware and 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 courses everything is open everything's open you can learn anything that you want and yeah i don't know i'm kind of all for it but like individually i (laughs) i don't know if i would uh do what I think though, like I would, I would give my hard drive assigned to one person that I completely trust, and in my will, I would write to my lawyers uh, if there are anything that makes me look bad, delete it. Uh, <laughs> there won't be anything there, um, and they share everything. What I usually do is on on Twitter. Um, uh, there is an there's a bot. It's called Article Underscore Finder. Um, I'm not representing the board. I don't work with them. I'm just a mm-hmm. disclaimer there. I'm not behind it. So every time someone asks for an article because it's behind a paywall and it tweets the bot, the bot would then retweet it. So the followers of the bot see the tweet. And then if they have access to um, the paper, they can get access to the paper, the book, whatever. Oh. They then send it to the person. Um, and 
so yeah open access is amazing but it's it's not that good um so i know this is a podcast i'm very sorry for talking so much no um, this but... is good <laughs> yeah. i mean that's the whole point right it's yeah yeah absolutely so um wait wait so i have a people... i have a question though like who would you i mean at this point in your life if say you were to kick the bucket the next day who would you trust with all of your information and your life and all of your uh oh, there, data? there is one friend who has all of my information already all of my passwords, all of my credit details, all my addresses, the three oh my the back God. of your card, the whole thing, my phone password, my one password monitor password, my all my accounts, 300, 400 emails, passwords, the whole thing. Everything. Was that was that intentional or yeah. it just, you know, through the flow no, it was of intentional. time, you just, you know, circumstances? No, 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 it's intentional. So like I, it got to a point where I was like, there are too many emails, you have to have a, uppercase lowercase yeah yeah title, blah, oh my blah, blah. god and it's like a freaking escape room at this point that you i know right and, and nowadays they say you shouldn't have a password you should have a passphrase where um you choose three different words and uh, some numbers and a capital letter uh, a special character and you're done and i'm like i'm not gonna remember that right or edward yeah. snowden on the late uh, the last week tonight he said you should write sentences that are like full sentences. Just so random. He gave an example. Yeah, so he gave an example of saying, Margaret Thatcher is not sexy. Oh, no, Margaret Thatcher is 100 years old and is not sexy or something like that. But 100 is in capitals. Uh, sorry, 100 is in number, like the figures 100. And then each word is capitalized. Right. Um, so you play no... around with the details, but the sentence structure sentence is like structure is, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then so I had to get, a, had it, to get it's so because it's gonna backfire and like fuck us up. <laughs> We're trying right. to get in. So um I had to create a fast food manager. Um yeah. so I went from first it was that again, I'm not sponsoring any of these any of these password managers i'm just just as a disclaimer to make sure everyone's here um so i first used dust lane and then i bought it for five years but it was at a really cheap price i didn't have to think about it so all my emails my passwords my cards the whole thing <laughs> went into there and then they introduced a new model that was more expensive than what i was paying so then i had to move to one password the people over that one password subreddit the developers there, they helped me out. So like, I'm really grateful. Um, so I had to pass, put over all my passwords into there. I also use an iPhone, like an app, I'm locked into the Apple ecosystem. So that also has a password manager and uh, the whole thing. I have so many, it's ridiculous how many. And one person has all of that information, everything. Oh my God. Who are you running away from that you need? The government. They're scary. (laughs) Bucket, like tiny sections of your life, you know, in, I don't know. Oh, that's so crazy. I think I'm just like too too dumb or simple to even care at this point i'm just like look i don't really have anything to hide and it's not like you know you you shouldn't have privacy even if you have nothing to hide it's just like it's so complicated it like takes away the the brain space from things that i yeah i so, care about but yeah so i uh, i'm a graduate in a uh, bachelor of arts so i've got a bachelor of arts in creative writing in so i graduated in 2015 
um, and I did some literature, obviously, with the degree. Um, there are two books that come to mind when people mention privacy in the government or whatever. First is 1984. That's one book. And the second is Brave New World. Have you read any of them? I read Brave New World like a, a while back. But okay, so 1984 I, is so freaking thick. I don't know if I... Wait, am I thinking about so, the the right wait, book? Do you want to see my bookshelf? Oh, like, no. I think I'm thinking books. about 1Q, the one by Haru... I, I, yeah, Haru... Harukami, Murakami, yeah, something yeah, like Murakami, that. Murakami, yeah, it is. No, Murakami, that's yeah. a different book, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've got. So wait, hold on. I know the people who are listening can't see this, but I'll show you my bookshelf. Okay. Sorry. I, that's I'm. You're the first shelf, person right? who ever showed me this, and I, it's, it's great. That, that is my bookshelf, right? I got all these books. Um. And I'm trying to read one book a day until the end of the year. Uh, How's that going? Five. <laughs> so I started with like small books. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, then I've got to go work and do this. And then I didn't have time. So it's like, I'm going to finish a few books. Um, I haven't decided which one I'm going to read yet. I like as in which one is going to be my next one. Um, but uh, so 1984 is is a story where the government controlled the world and access to information. So the government can say two plus two equals five, and you will believe it without question. And if they say we are war with this country, then we are war with, with this country, right? Um, and they hide all of the information. Brave New World is where they give you all of the information. The information is open and access, and anybody can access it. But they do you down with distractions so we have so like now uh, yeah so yeah so now <laughs> right we have uh, football i'm not saying watching football is bad or anything so yeah. we have the uh, the only way is Essex in the uk is uh, keeping up with the kardashians keeping up with celebrities lives and then in the background the government are just taking all of our, our rights like the uk government who wants to ban protesting mm. it's a uh, that'll work Wow. But yeah, so, so is it? I, I mean, in your personal experience, because at least for me, like I'm. Have you heard of Theranos, like the Bad Blood? You know that book. I'm reading it now. No, it's I, so I good. It. Go read it. It's insane what that company did. But anyway, um, yeah, it's like a you know standard like 300 page book, but it's taking me so freaking long to finish it because of work. Because like. Like, for example, this morning, I woke up at 7.30 and I got out of bed at 9.30 because... Oh, can That's... you hear me? Yeah, no, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was saying... Yeah, because I got sucked into YouTube watching some random, like, ABC true crime, you know? <laughs> like, one of those um, child got... Kid... Not kidnapped, but uh, held hostage, you know, in, in the house. You know, that kind of documentary. <laughs> And that sucked me up for like two hours. I was like, what the hell's going on? I could be reading right now. Yeah, I mean, I so I've had a like a very thick book. It's like 900 pages long, right? Um, is it Don, and, Don Quixote? <laughs> no, 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 no. He is, he's kind of boring. Like to me, like. Never read it. <laughs> I'm going to offend a lot of your listeners, you know. Um, well, good thing nobody listens <laughs> to this. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm sure they. Pre- I mean, I've had a look at your podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do. Um, but I didn't want to listen to you, your podcast because I didn't want what other people were saying to influence what I was going to say to impress yeah. you or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got this book called Infinite Jest. It's about oh 900 pages long, right? Yes. Now, I bought that at uni in 2013, maybe. Okay. And it sat on my bookshelf. I didn't touch it. I bought it home with me. I didn't touch it. And then I was like, I got to read this book, man. It's just sat there. It's a waste of money. That cost me £10. Um, so I picked it up. And I I had the first... So I picked it up the first time. Sorry, at uni. It was boring. I go, I'm watching. No, no, no. Okay, I don't want to read it. Then I picked it up the second time, and I still found it boring third time at home I was like I'm gonna finish this stupid book okay I won't finish it like um, at this point it's an ego thing it's like I have to I'm know, right? smart I graduate like I can finish a thousand page book and so I, I read it so in the book it had footnotes so it'll have a word and then it has a superscript number one two three four whatever yeah. and then you have to go to the back and read the footnote for the plot to make sense and then if you go back and then forward back nice. and forth back and forth back and forth because it's the book is about drugs and tennis and uh, growing up and society and the whole thing right it's super like mind-blowing and then so i read 200 pages and then it clicked like it made sense it paid off and I was like, this is the greatest book of all time. I'm going to finish this book. I still haven't finished it because I don't get, I don't have time. Yeah. But like, I, I, I've got it. It's up there, right? And it's just staring at me like, finish me. Oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, my goodness, man. I need to finish this book. What was, you mean like the plot clicked for you? So it was like un- up till 200 pages, you didn't really know what the hell was going on. And then it yeah, all so just it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that the plot didn't kick, but like 200 or 250 pages or something. Um, what happened was the, the writer, uh, who is uh, David David Foster Wallace, um, he, he have he makes it a difficult read because he wants an attentive reader. So to pay off the reader, the first 200 pages, right, are just like, this is so boring. And then you get to that section and they're like, this is the greatest book of all time. I love this book. And so he pays off, like he rewards you for keeping up with the book. And because it's about tennis, you have to go to the back for the beginning to make sense, then go, go to the beginning, go to the back, and then it's like like a rally, right? Like in yeah. tennis. And so that's why it's, it's so good. I have a finished That's so <laughs> messed up. And it's people in your industry, freaking creative writers. <laughs> Uh, I don't know thinking about me, up but... of all of these uh weird tricks to get people to read that's funny he only thing... he it, it's fun I love the way that he's like you know and I know he's you know past it and all of that but like I love that he's trying to create a community of like a very very small community of like almost like a cult you know it is so like i was reading on reddit obviously yeah the home of the internet um <laughs> and they were saying that people who some men who read uh the book infinite jest uh, the uh david foster wallace um women view them as narcissistic because dfw wasn't like in in real life he he there were things in his personal relationship that happened right um and but because he's written a book that is an amazing book 
men who read that book and women who date men who read that book, once they find out, they are viewed as narcissistic. So it's like because, if you love that book, you're a narcissist. Yeah, it's like what reading uh, Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules of Life. I don't oh, like that guy. Right? And but, yeah, like Robert Greene's Forty Eight Laws of Power. So I, I've not, I've not heard of that to be honest. But like, so in current times, it would be you date a guy and he's reading Robert uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, and he's got his books on his table. You're gonna be like. I'm going to go home now. Like you would, you will remove yourself, right? What are you doing? Uh, so yeah, that was that was that was interesting uh, to find out and read. But I was like, I don't care. I will be a narcissist. I'm gonna finish yeah. this book. Okay, <laughs> I just wanna finish this book. That's so crazy. That like I'm and and I do it too. It's like the second there's like a single piece of information that's like a red flag we just completely put that person in that box and like write them off um yeah so like <laughs> did you know um Char- who wrote, yeah charles dickens he was an anti-semite oh and yeah charles dickens was an anti-semite but you know what uh his books are fi- freaking great awesome expectations great <laughs> expectations is one of the greatest plays ever written uh, plays greatest books ever one off right it's yeah. just is growing up and you don't, you know, fulfill society's needs, etc. Um, but his books are good and he did change his mind, you know, afterwards. But still, that book is a very good book, right? So what are you gonna do? Like I mean horrible it, people write really funny, good stuff. Yeah, I know it's like really jarring when um a person's personality doesn't align with like our love for their work and it's like how do you reconcile that but the thing is we forget that it's not mutually exclusive um yeah, yeah but wasn't that I mean, whole thing about like Di- you know disney's founder was also like an anti-semite i think that's like what i heard uh, like, i don't know i'm not i'm not really i'm not really heard that but like yeah it's just one of those things right like i read but you know when Harry Potter, the last book came out, the half of Harry Potter, I read that in a day, like well, in a night. I read all of it from first page to the last page. And that was when I was like 14, maybe. So I'm t- 29 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you look at the writer and you're like, okay, you hold some beliefs that are a little, I don't know, like not not offensive. I don't know what the right word is, but it's controversial. Yeah. yeah, it's a little controversial. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. But you could still love and read the books that she's written, right? It's a multi-billion dollar industry that she's created and more power Crazy. to her. That but whole she... Harry Potter franchise, in, like, they milk the shit out of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like, all right, then, fair enough. I'll just stick to I don't really watch a lot of TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't you're have like time. you're more of a you know books person like that's I, I, that's I how books. you yeah it, do you have ah. any because rec- I feel like I think the turning point for me was when I came to the U.S. so I, I'm not originally from here like I was born and raised in Singapore and I used to hate reading uh because it just like when you go to school like back home Everything is just memorizing. Very boring. Yeah, exactly. 
And but then when I came here and I actually had more time to read, like school wasn't taking up my entire life. And I actually picked up books that, you know, resonated well with me. I was like, holy shit, this is like a whole universe that have you, know, you read mm-hmm. to kill a mockingbird. Okay, to be I'm I don't really read American classics. <laughs> What are you talking about? To Kill a Mockingbird is an absolute classic. And I so know. is The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby is the single most amazing fiction book that's ever been written, in my opinion. Okay. Nor- Wait, is this how you say your name? Nor? Noor? Uh, yeah, N-O-O-R. Uh, Noor. Noor. Noor okay. is how you say Noor, it. Noor, I promise you, I have The Great Gatsby literally on my shelf, but I have never read it. I think my brother bought it because for a class. I will read it mm. after I'm done with this Theranos book. <laughs> it's shorter it than Theranos. Yeah, you should short, start exactly. with that. I know, I know. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I've been avoiding it, to be honest. Um, But yeah, I, I will read it. And then I'll let you know how it goes. I have I have watched a movie though, which I feel like is a giant spoiler. But the which writing, uh, Great Great Gatsby. Yeah, but which they got there? There's two films. Oh, two the movies. the, the latest one, one, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. All oh, right, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I, I appreciate. It. I I like that, that one. Was too. good. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um. But yeah, you should read Chicken and Mockingbird and then you should read uh, The Great Gatsby. But what I think before all of that, you should read 1984 and then read The Brave New World and then figure out which society we're living in. I'm just scared that I know it was written like back in the day, but holy, I think it's so relevant now, even just from hearing the plot line from you. And that's scary. I was talking to an English literature lecturer on a train one day, I don't know, a few years ago. Uh, and I said to her the same thing. I go, which world are we living in? And she goes, probably 1984. And I said, no, I don't think so. I think it's Brave New World. And then I gave the reasoning, right? And she was like, you know what? You might be right. I might be teaching that to my students now. I go, I won't pay. I won't payment for that. That was my <laughs> idea. <laughs> I want get, that, get that consulting <laughs> fee yeah but yeah she was like actually you got a good point i was like thanks but yeah so those yeah. those two books that's what i would push people to read if they ever come to me and say i've never read a book in my life um then i would say start reading to kill a mockingbird um yeah. just so that they get used to reading it's a very easy book yeah. um but if there are people who have read but they just they just have missed out on a bit or just want something to read. I would say 1984 and Brave New World, one after the other. 1984 first and Brave New World. And then as a kicker, throw in Infinite Jess as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might as well read Infinite Jess. Might as well. Yeah. Wait, I, okay, I, I hate to go into the nerdy stuff, but are you a, a, a reader who like, you know, makes notes, like actually takes notes on their in a notebook or something like that you like vandalize your book for infinite jest i have bookmarks and underlines for like good there are some good jokes there and then you have to you have to bookmark certain sections so the footnotes make sense so that you can flip back and forth but usually i i don't i don't write in my books 
Okay, so they, you just take away whatever, well. like you're not stressed about if you forget the 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 takeaways or whatever. You just reread reread it again. Yeah, so I I, I read for leisure really or leisure. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was reading a book called Flatlands by something someone Barrett, Edwin Barrett, mm-hmm. um, and it's about a person who lives in a two D world everything is 2D and then he gets a visitor at nighttime when he's about to sleep. I guess a visitor saying that there is a 3D world. Come with me. I'm going to show you a 3D world. And he saying, no, there are no, there's no 3D world. So he takes him to visit a 3D world and then he comes back to the 2D world and then he wants to tell everybody and everybody thinks he's crazy. Mind freaking blown. 80 pages. You could read that with it. It's not even going to take you an hour. It's Holy like 80 okay, pages, gonna... 78 pages, right? Thank you. Wait, I'm let me get you the actual. Hold on, one minute. Flatlands book. Yeah, one, one second, one second. Yo, uh, how are you getting these freaking like amazing recommendations? Uh, Do you just kind of s- stumble upon them? Oh, I went. I've got so many books. Right? It's, yeah, it's called Flatland, A Romance of Many Dimensions. Ooh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna by Edwin Abbott. Awesome. I'm sure the library that. has it. I'll go check it out later. They're, they're probably do. Sorry, just give me a second. Yeah. I have Stephen Hawking's A Brief Time of History. If you want to read that. Oh yeah, I tried reading. I, you know, one thing I realized is I'm not a sci-fi person or like science. You know anything really yeah, although he's a very yeah i think like the most recent one i read was the martian which was great oh it's so good it's basically like an astronaut stuck on mars and he has to survive and it's just a lot of problem solving and it makes you want to pull your hair out because one thing goes well for like five pages and then shit happens but yeah that's that's like the whole lost <laughs> um Shoot, I, I had a question. So just now you were talking about Flatland and you were saying how like, you know, he he was exposed to this whole other world and he sorry, comes back up. and he wants to tell... Oh, sorry. Can you, you hear me you again? Broke up. You broke Dude, up, so I missed half your question. I don't know what is happening with my internet. Is it is it better now? Yeah, yeah, it's all good now. Okay, so just now you were talking about Flatland and you were saying how... Uh, you know, a, a person goes to like the 3D, comes back, mind blown, wants to tell everybody, but no one believes him. Um, is there anything in your like experience where you're like, oh shit, I like found out about this really freaking awesome thing? Whether it's like, you know, it could be a deep philosophical thing, could be not, and then it's just you want to tell the whole world. Because you think it's going to impact their I, lives so much? Not so. I've not read. So I have read this, but like this is what I've, I've thought of. So do you know the trolley problem? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I said to someone. Wait, but do you want to explain the trolley problem? The trolley problem is there are people, I don't want to misrepresent it. So let me just Wikipedia it. See, <laughs> age of information and everything. Yeah, so it's a thought experiment in ethics um, where you're at a lever, a train is coming, there is two tracks, and on uh, one track, 
there is one per, where is it? Uh, yeah, you can see the save five people or you can divert the trolley and save one person. Who do you choose and why, right? Yeah. And most people say one person because five people, there's a lot more people the there. Bomb, yeah. Um, so I thought of an experiment problem, thought experiment, whatnot. I go, let's say you are now, because we have self-driving cars and everything, right? And they say to you, you go and you buy a self-driving car, you want to drive the car. Um, and they sit you down and they present you with this problem. And they say, you've had a really bad night, you are hungover, you cannot drive, you should not drive, it is illegal for you to drive. Um, but this is a self-driving car. And in the self-driving car, what would you like the car to do in this situation? It is riding and driving to your destination and you come across, uh, you come to a stop like traffic lights. Now the traffic lights are yellow. They stuck on yellow. Okay. But people aren't waiting for it to turn red and or have the little green man in the UK is a little green man to show up. And they just cross because it's normal people. Now, you see, Obviously, like you can tell this person, this mother is pregnant, number one. Okay. Has a child and has shopping. So she can't carry the child because she has shopping with her. But the child can walk and the child runs out onto the road. Okay. The car cannot stop because it's going to be too late unless you do two things. One, you could, the car could turn and hit a rock and everyone is saved but you will die, you will die. Or the car could just keep on going because it's a computer and it sees it's a yellow light, it doesn't really care. What do you want the car to do? Oh my and my God. friends were like, you can't ask me that, I'll just drive through. I so you killed a person, right? You killed a child, are you comfortable? So like, oh, this is another, let's just go get something to eat. Like <laughs> most people, right, think I'm crazy or whatnot, but it's just an interesting, what would you do? What would you do in that situation, right? Yeah. I would divert I, the car personally. I would I divert on, Yeah, I think, I mean, it just depends on like how much you value, you know, yourself over the other. Well, I mean, there's that, right? Like how much would you value yourself over other people? But then also at the same time, it's like if you killed the mom and the son, is it legal, first of all? <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. Like, so it's going to ask... be like you're going to go to. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. So there's, there's no. So it's just a fine. We're keeping there's, it easy. The laws don't. This is, this is easy. What yeah. would you do? Because there's no trolleys, because it's a trolley problem, train problem. Not many people might like trains. Yeah. Right? Self-driving cars are now the future. Right. Okay. But when the robots take over, what would you like it to do? When the I love how you said when. Um oh, yeah, robots are taking over, right? Like yeah. it's gonna happen. But <laughs> uh yeah, no, honestly, personally, I think I would divert the car, but it's probably because it's out of instincts and and like I don't know. Okay, although I know in this situation you're like you know you're gonna die, right? Yeah, you know you you will. Yeah. So that's what makes it. But but you don't know though, because like most you know in a real life situation you don't yeah, know. Yeah, in a real life, hope, right, right? But um, the, yeah. That's I think out of instincts, I'm gonna probably divert it. 
and yeah, then, I would too. I would too. Damn, yeah, I, I'm that's, pretty that's sure a, most people would say that. You know, they would. My friend says that light is yellow. I'm driving straight through. <laughs> he should be on the road. I was like, you deserve just. So you deserve to be the person crossing but, the road. You know that person, that same person, is the same person that has all of my details. That I person mean, has all of my information. I mean, did, did that change your impression of, of that person? Probably not. I mean, I think it was, I think it was just a tongue-in-cheek comment. Yeah, I don't think yeah, they would yeah. actually do it. Um, but yeah, I would, that person still has my... Mm -hmm. I think I gave her the information after comment probably i think so that's so funny um, but yeah <laughs> i like, love, I, I I love how that's i love how that's your litmus test to be like okay can i trust this person it's like yeah they'll freaking kill people just to, just for self-preservation i'll i can trust but them. that's so i so i usually say to people so i would, would much rather trust an artificial intelligence over a human being because an mm. artificial intelligence will tell you what you ask. There's no emotion. There's no guilt trips. There's no nothing. It will. Is that uncertainty? There's, there's, it will, it, it's by the line, right? If you say, yeah. this is my information, don't give it to anybody, right? In an ideal world, right? It wouldn't give it to anyone. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm a weird person. I would trust machines over human beings. Okay, but what about that whole idea of like, AI possibly becoming sentient like because in that uh, in that case it means that they have the capacity to like decide for themselves like they're not completely wired right yeah but I don't think AI would ever become sentient because the humans okay. will still be in control so like if the like code you is can always source, you know yeah pull the plug so if the code is open source um, and the source of the machine is online if someone tampers with the code then people around the world will know the code has been tempered tampered with and then they would fix it so you believe so, yeah. in that like you know the community will nip will it in the bud before anything bad happens yeah, absolutely. I, I do. I do trust people. It's just between an AI and <laughs> do someone you? down the street, no, I would trust AI, right? Right. Yeah. But yeah, so. I mean, that is, that's why that we're all it. sucked in this ecosystem. Um, I mean, the, the thing is like, at this point, I, I can't decide if humans are more reliable than machines. I feel like it's... It's a, like, I think yeah. they are the, not to discredit human beings, right? Um, I think human beings, uh, there's lots of beautiful people around the world. Um, you just need to like travel out and see these people yeah. uh, or see people, talk to people. I, I do fully believe that people are they, they're more powerful than machines. But if I want something done for me like i don't know i'm trying to give an example like productivity like purposes yeah so if if that's a war for this is a gruesome example but if that's yeah. a war i would much rather the machines do the war like the fighting instead of people oh yeah i don't know how I that would work right because people would still die on both sides but yeah yeah wait so i'm curious so you're you said that you you know you're in like creative 
arts, like creative writing. Yeah, I love I love the arts. Yes. Yeah, but then at the same time, you're like so embedded in like tech, politics, science, the whole thing. So I'm embedded into a lots of. So uh, I just the, love that you're like all over the place and just you I, have, I um I you just know, need to know that what's it called like a polymath. master of all. Uh, sorry. Master of all expert, I don't think what's it called. Oh, uh, it Jack of all. Uh, yeah, Jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. Right. Yeah. That's, that's probably me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Wait, like, can, this, this, so this re- recently I actually came across a post where the per- the person was like, the full phrase of that is like, Jack of all trades, master master of none, but it's still better than an expert of one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I have heard that. I, and do, I, I didn't know that, and it, just, it was just like a random like TikTok, Instagram thing. I was like, "What the hell?" Okay, it's good yeah, too. But this is, that's that's the thing. So like, I so my, I have people in my family that that don't believe in climate. They, they don't believe human human people and human civilization has caused climate change. They don't believe that at all. And I'm like, "Well, you're wrong." Yeah. <laughs> First of all. Uh, and then the UK hit 40 degrees a few weeks ago. Oh, my God. Do you, do you remember? It was, like, really hot. Yep. Uh, and the and electricity was, like, was down. Like yeah, outages, were, yeah. I think planes were affected as well. Right. Um, and in 2019, the temperature was 37. I think it was 37.5. Uh, and I said to people, this is the coldest summer. This is the coldest July you are going to face. It's just going to get hotter. And people laughed at me. And my cousin was doing up his house. And I was like, you know what you should do? You should install AC. Because that would, like, your house, in the entire street, you're the only one with AC. Your your price for your house is just going through the roof because you have AC. And then this year, right, so two years later, uh, it got to 40.3 degrees in the UK. It was very, very hot. And I was like, see, should we install AC? <laughs> That is freaking insane. I, like, do you think that we're at this point where it's too late and we just need to make do with what we have and like build all these, you know, kind of invent things to uh, to survive in this growing like, you know, like getting hotter, it's getting cold, you know, all, all of that? I, yeah, so I don't think it's too late. I don't really like, that's a bit of a, drastic i'm not an expert I, I don't know i just yeah read a lot right and i trust the science because they're experts um and so i don't think it's i don't know if it's late or not too late but we fixed the ozone layer like we the population of the earth fixed the ozone layer i'm not sure if you remember um where it was like it was very dangerous and we had to fix it and people the entire world came together and we fixed the ozone layer there's no reason why we can't come together and and fix this problem, ever-growing problem of, you know, the planet is getting way too hot for people to survive. Yeah. In Pakistan, it got to 50 degrees. Dude, they could barely the walk f- outside. You can cook an egg on the freaking road. Like... Yeah, but the, that, so the UK having 40 degrees and Pakistan having 40 degrees are two different because that's a hotter oh, yeah. climate, like, right. all the time. So 40 degrees is nothing. But the UK and most like Western countries, US, Canada, um, it's never like hot. It's not hot all the time. Maybe like California, right? But mm-hmm. so when it gets hot in the UK, up to forty degrees, 
then it's really hot because we're not used to that heat. Damn. Um, yeah. But yeah. So. Is is climate change like you know how I feel like in your twenties, thirties, like people start to realize what is really important to them and like for like social causes. Is climate change something that you feel particularly like you know drawn to? Not drawn to it, just accepting of the fact that it's happening, and human civilization caused it. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just it's kind it of happened. bad. <laughs> it's bad. It happened. Uh, yeah. We have to accept it. What? So like I don't. So you. So I don't drive. I don't have a like, car license. Whatever. Me Never too. going to learn how. Exactly. I'm never going to learn how to drive ever. Why? I, I just did. There's no need to. Where am I gonna go? I live at home with my parents. I go to work on the train. I come back from work to home on the train. I use public transport. I share. I don't eat that much meat. I don't eat that much chicken. Chicken. I don't drink that much dairy. I'm. I'm doing the best, right? Like. So, Wait, but what about like tra- travel? I mean, you know, you don't have to own a car. I get that. Um, but even just having the skill of like, you know, say you want to take a road trip. I guess it's not that common there, but. Um, well, I've taken a few lessons. Every time I've taken a lessons, people have tried to crash into me because they were breaking the door. Oh my god! And I was like, "That's my I'm biggest never fear." No. Yeah, it's like, I, was, so I, I don't know if I trust myself or I don't trust other people. You know, on, on the road, but like, yeah. I don't trust other people. The reason I'm saying this is because <laughs> so usually I I go I I try to get my workout done right. Like I try going to, for walks when it's a good weather. Yeah, uh, I walk and read at the same time because I know my local area. What? Um, yeah, that's okay. the best way. You know what's funny? So that so back in Singapore, I had this one friend who would run and watch like Netflix, like you know, streaming online, and she ran into a freaking like ditch, like in the ground, and and tore her i don't i don't even know what you call it like tore ACL? something in her leg no not like ac maybe not tore but basically she she fell in and the, the metal thing went yeah it was bad yeah. so it's my local area i know it so i know where i'm going i know what it's it's very short it's not yeah, like yeah. a dangerous traffic but like the amount of people i have seen on their phones whilst they either are driving or waiting oh to turn my god it's ridiculous i'm like what are you doing You've never been in be an a, accident in a car accident. I I, I haven't. Okay, that's but good. what I'm saying is anything could happen because you're not concentrating. Or if there's a kid coming up and you go forward, that's right. haunting you for life. You will never get over it because most people will never get over the fact that they murdered a child, right? So yeah. uh, they annoys me. I always call them out. I point at them and I laugh at them so they know that they're what wrong. The f- publicly are you I publicly serious them. Okay. i'm not my uncle hates it he goes what if they come out and they like get angry i'm like so then they won't be on the road driving yeah, while maybe sexting. we maybe That's we fine. should bring back lynching let's not go that far <laughs> i don't think uh a racist policy and punishment right would would work but yeah yeah but yeah i'm i don't know yeah we'll see what happens i'm my my uh so this is gonna like i don't know if you, this would be interesting so one of my new year's resolution things in january was to be completely and 
utterly kind and respectful to everybody of all kinds, regardless of what happens. Right. So wow. if there if it's their fault, then it's my fault. If it's my fault, then I'm completely sorry. Just like be very, Extreme very kind. Accountability. Yeah. Whole thing. And then my manager a few years ago. She goes, uh, yeah, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Because you can't apologize because if you keep apologizing, people are going to take you seriously because you keep apologizing for everything. And I go, Yeah, I know, but like yeah. But it but okay. like, I feel like okay, this is the thing that I'm struggling to understand. And I fall into the same trap of like you think that being the bigger person is apologizing for everything. Um and like being no, kind. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think that. What I'm what I'm saying is I'm I'm gonna or it's taken a while, but since recently, since for a, a few months now, um, I've been very respectful to everybody, like everyone of all time out there, like wherever I come. Thank you, please. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, miss. The whole thing. I think that's good. Um, like, I don't, I but, but, do that, but the thing but... is, like, you know, your home managers take about how like you know you can't go about living your life this way because you always be uh, you know like the like the second tier person I guess in their eyes but I don't know I don't I don't really yeah, agree with that I think it's a good way to live you know you can be respectful but have boundaries um you know and and I don't know still like be successful like why is that? Why is it like yeah. mutually exclusive? I don't... So like, m- one of my friends that I know has said. So he's he's my age, in a similar circumstance as I am, and he said to me, he's gonna he's gonna like live life you know respectfully and calm and don't get stressed too much, but when he turns thirty five, he's running away from people. <laughs> when he turns thirty five, no no no. So he's not running away from people. What? But he's gonna do, He's, he's gonna he's gonna like delist himself of the internet, delete all of his accounts. Like become a recluse. Co- no, 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 not a recluse. Oh. He's gonna he's gonna change his name. He's gonna no, actually physically change his name. He's going to take one phone with him that nobody has the phone number of, which can't be traced because nobody has the phone number of. He will tell the police, this is what I'm going to do. If there are any reports, I'm not missing. This is where I'm going. I'm just recreating and reinventing myself, right? Um, And he's going to just run away. And so if he's not running away. So is he leaving his family? He's leaving everything behind. He'll, he'll take his wife with him if she wants to come. If not, he'll give her the divorce papers. That's absolutely fine. She won't, she won't know where he's going and he's okay. going to leave. And That's I'm pretty like, cool. You know I mean, why is there why anything not? that is like I'm just wondering why does it have to be so drastic of a like completely shedding your identity physically and emotionally? Um, like what is it that being well, a completely person, new I, person I, is that he can't be right now? Well, I know this guy and he, the, where he's living. I'm not going to tell too much, right? Because that's yeah, 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 disrespectful. Um, but yeah, he feels like he isn't where he should be, or he isn't like he's got the same degree as me as well. But he's like he's not made a success of his life with his degree, and he keeps working, you know, these penny paying jobs. Yeah. So he goes, okay, fine. 
I'll just change myself. So 35 is where he's just going to go. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, good luck. You're all for it. I'm all for it. And he's not going to stay in touch with me as well. He's reinventing the whole thing. No friends, no nothing. Uh, um, And then just change life. I'm like, that's drastic. Good luck. And I'll still be here. Good luck. Yeah. Try it. (laughs) I mean, there's something very, I don't know what the word is, but like a part of me hears that and like wishes that I had the balls to do it. You know, like, like, for example, even like starting this project, it took me years to overcome the psychological part of like, oh, people are going to judge this, this thing. And am I okay with that? And it's just like, you know, getting through that even took took such a long time. Um, I can't imagine like changing my whole identity. Although I feel like I, I had a little bit of that when I came to New York. Like I, I live with my brother. So, you know, it's not like I'm totally disengaged from family. But it did give me the opportunity to like break away from routine and the life that I had in Singapore to actually be like, yeah, like I can actually do something wildly different from my friends and like not really have to deal with uh you know consequences around that i i do think you know i might actually go with him you know because i think it is a really good <laughs> idea just overnight yeah. just change the name i live in a city like save up live in a city book like a bnb yeah or here and there right rent it out hand out cvs fine you've got a job you're renting out a, a, an accommodation anyway um and then start living from there and, but like then, are you gonna tell like, your family where you are, your friends? No. Okay. But like, apart from one person, because she has all my passwords and my bank accounts, <laughs> so you know where I am, right? Um, Why don't you delete them? Idea, What's stopping yeah? you? There are a hundred and fifty million. I don't know how many passwords. It's just there. Really? Although she oh. only has the master, she only has the master password. Okay. For the password manager so i yeah. could change the master password and she won't be able to get in but then i'll need to remember that new master password now right yeah, so, yeah. okay wait no let's do let's do like a thought experiment so say you know you had a magic wand and all you know you are able to go live life as a completely different person i don't know like do you still want to be in the uk uh probably okay but probably not it depends I'll probably oh, go to London or okay. California. Those are That's two places so I disappeared. <laughs> like drastically, because I'm in the north, like I'm uh-huh. in Leeds, um, which is very north, not very north, but it's north of England. Um, and then London is way down south, and it's a very like future world, future thinking, future moving yes. city. And California, it's like it's a, an economy and country of its own, right? um yeah and yeah you'd get lost in a city but you won't be a number okay like, you'll be able to reinvent yourself okay so it sounds like either location you'll still be able to you know have the freedom to kind of do what whatever you want so say for example more realistically you stay in the uk like what would you what's like the first thing you want to do as a completely new person that you could never do now 
sit in a coffee shop with about five books and read them because London never sleeps. But leads like does. Leads, leads uh, probably <laughs> does. I don't go out more. So I don't go to the town. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, so. Wait, why can't you do that now? Because of, a, of jobs and stuff? jobs and this that and do this i'm probably gonna get jobs if i ever move to london anyway yeah but like i don't know it's just it yeah. would be nice or either that or do something that i've never done before yeah like, like let's think bigger let's think because uh, let's you can think, easily uh, do that now so but, you know gym. you can take off for a couple days go to actually yeah. go to a coffee shop so, but yeah. i don't know i would i don't i don't know what i'd be doing but I'll have to think about that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll let, let me think I'll probably about learn it, how to I'll, drive. I can probably. Do <laughs> and then you would like hate yourself for contributing to climate change. <laughs> oh, I already do that. Every time I eat cheese, I'm like, oh, oh my God. You're uh, you're sinning right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm destroying the, everybody's life. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I always think about that, you know, like, oh, what would life be? you know, as a completely new person, what would it feel like to not have to be accountable to anybody? I honestly think I would want to travel to different countries and like do this live. I feel like that would be my dream to be paid to do this in person and get to travel and like um, yeah, live I different mean, cultures. Be- I don't. I, well, it reminds me of this YouTuber podcast. I don't know if she's a podcaster, but she sets up a stall with a microphone and she invites people to tell secrets about themselves. But she hides. She's called Toraya. Oh yes, um, Taraya, yeah, yeah. She does it right, and she's very good. So people come and they tell all sorts of some really funny, funny secrets, right? and some really dark secrets. And I'm like, whoa! So you you could do that. There's no, there's no reason why you couldn't do that. That's true. And but you're probably it's like, multilingual. Are you, are you bilingual? Yeah, but I yeah, honestly, so dude, I can't hold a, a conversation in Mandarin for the life of me. Like I haven't had the <laughs> chance to practice in so long. Um, but you know, you're right. Like that's not out of the possible realm. Um, but yeah, I, I like, I, I did come across Thoraya's content and i loved it and i was like but and and i kind of see this podcast as like a long form version of that but you know mm-hmm. nothing so so deep you know if it does go in that direction awesome but like you know i my main goal is not to freaking pry somebody's secrets out of them no the government already pries mine yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like I need to get in line, um, but yeah, yeah. Wait, so so let's let's think bigger, right? Like let's throw like any like dumb ideas, smart smart ideas, whatever out. Like, A dumb idea, I could, uh, and I, I've never legal I, though. Legal, <laughs> legal. I I could go to a pub, right? Um, I can't do that in this country. My family will kill me. Um. Oh yeah, but. I don't know. I'm I'm not so if I were ever to run away to reinvent myself, it wouldn't be to do things I can't do now. 
it would just be to get away. Just okay. start over. Yeah. And start and, but like it has to be sustained. Like, are you in a career that like you you love, you you like? No. Okay. Well, I, I like this job. I mean, yeah. This job is not a career. I'll probably try and find something in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um but and uh, arts and theater. But yeah, like so you would Again, like to get I, paid to do something creative. Yeah, I need a creative job. If anyone's listening out there, please email me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all all four of you. Like hit him up. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um but yeah, so that would be cool. Are you writing I anything? Am, I am so I am writing at the moment. Um I don't wanna like um plug my Instagram or something. Uh, I'm not sure I can. You can if you uh, want. I don't mind. Go for uh, it. But so I'm involved in a project where in a group of projects. So poets get together and they give you their in, unfinished poems, and then you swap them. They get swapped by the moderators with random people that you don't know, and you have to finish the other person's poem and add stanzas in and add lines in. Um. That, that so I'm involved in that. I'm waiting for my my poem that I finished for the other person to come out. Um, it should be soon. Um, but yeah, my poem is like really, really dark and really like not dark. Yeah, the just, good stuff. Just, yeah, the, the the ones that are like nobody likes. Like make me, me cry or scared. Like I need something yeah, to make so us I, feel. I, yeah. So my Instagram, you can check it out. It's Noor, my name, and then. Uh, dot or period uh, writes and then period poetry okay the, you can find um i've only got like seven posts up at the moment but that's the seven um <clears throat> but yeah i'm always i'm always writing i just that's need to awesome. put them together are they sure. like personal experience i mean you know ideas that you draw from personal experiences or books that you read uh, I think they're both, to be honest. So personal experience. Sometimes I'll be walking and I'll think of a line to include. And then if it wow. doesn't escape my head, then I have to write it down. But once I've written it down, then I have to write another and then you just start writing. Um, so, yeah, it, it just depends on what mood I'm in and how. Like That's awesome. When it's raining. Yeah. So when it's raining and I have to stay inside, that's what I do, right? Um, I, just, I just write. Do you find like the ideas flow out of you better when it's dark and stormy? When out? it's dark and depressing <laughs> and nobody's outside and the world is all alone. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it is. There's is something right about, now? yeah, there's something about like the, the weather that really affects our, you know, creativity and like idea, idea flow, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I feel like the, it's both. I'm not a, uh, I like summers, I like winters, I like autumn okay. or the fall. Um, I like all weathers, but when it's hot, I, I, I really like, I like, I really like summers. So you like, like climate change? <laughs> I do, I do like climate change because <laughs> I like all the weathers, but they're all changing and now it's just one. Now every oh, wow. day is summer. I, wow, that. okay, we're the complete opposite. I absolutely do not like summer. I mean, it's the whole reason why I got out of Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> Like it's too so damn you, hot. Where you born and raised in Singapore? Yeah. So my my family's from uh, Kashmir. Okay. Uh, next to Afghanistan, Pakistan, right? Uh, okay. So it's, so it's a 
country or a state called Pakistan, called uh, Kashmir, and half of it is controlled by India and half of it is controlled by Pakistan. It's like Northern Ireland and Ireland with the British. Um, and so we're from there, right? And so I'm, I'm used, like we're used to the heat over there. Mm-hmm. But my cousin does not like spicy food. So I always say to her, mate, if you don't like your spicy food, I'm taking your Asian pasta away because it's in Asia, like a <laughs> continent. I'm like, I'm taking your pasta away. There's no way, right? Maybe, maybe she was adopted. <laughs> May have been, right? I was like, what do you mean you can't handle your spices? It's too spicy. Give me your food. I will finish it for you. Yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta train for that. Like, I love spicy food, but it's a tolerance that you need to, you know, maintain by practice. Otherwise, it it escapes you. I'm 29 years old. I've had all the practice. <laughs> I've had my practice. Yeah. But yeah, so that's cool though that you you know that you write. Um, and you know you're you're at least like actively doing something that brings you joy, which is really important. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I. I. I I'm I'm all for it. I just yeah. yeah, my friend has an amazing idea, you know. I really hope he goes through with it. I really do. Because like it, for him it, it would be Oh, really you mean good. the 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 semi-recluse? I'm 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 just gonna like disappear. Yeah. But nothing will happen because I won't be missing because the police will know where I am. They can't yeah. do anything. I'm just changing my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? All power to you. Like go for That's it. Really not. Cool. Yeah. Is there any parts of your identity now that you that you like wanna shed? Or uh, um, self doubt and imposter syndrome. So like I doubt myself. So I've got like 30, 40 poems written already, completed, done, dusted. But I'm like, it's not that good. It's it's okay. Like them poems are okay. You know, yeah. like amazing um so, is yeah. that why you only have seven posts on your instagram because you're just it's so just, selective it takes time because like I, I don't want to give the full poem out because whilst yeah. i'm a poet um you can't take my work for free but at the same time there are a few lines from each poem that are really good um that i would post so yeah. i post a few stanzas here and there um and also i haven't written that much recently <laughs> So I should write more. Yeah. I mean, you know, make it into like a routine or something. Isn't there the, there, I know the like um, writer life is very much romanticized and they're like, yeah, you know, you have to like bleed on the paper. But then, you know, as I, as I learn more about, you know, actual writers, you know, their lifestyle, it's like sit at the freaking desk and write something. Um and if yeah, well, you're lucky, depends. something good will come out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what there's a statistic out. It's like uh, 90% of authors won't become rich or something. Like, something yeah. ridiculous. Right? Um, the writing career, writing is not a career. Most people need a second time, second job. Yeah. Um, or they need a job and they write on the side because it doesn't pay. Um, but I don't really write for money. I write what I feel. Um, when I go to poetry readings and poetry circles, and I'll share it. Um, That's awesome. And I was telling the the poetry circle. So I've got a poem 
where one line is in English, the second line is in Urdu, then the third line is in English, and the fourth line is in Urdu, and then it keeps going that way. So English, Urdu, English, Urdu, English, Urdu. And they were like, we want to hear it. And I'm like, but you don't speak Urdu. So, like, <laughs> so you have to translate it. Right? But you have and to translate I, it in English. No, so that's what I was saying. So my, my intention of that poem was to just show how uh, immigrants to a new country sometimes feel disassociated from from the country just because they don't know the language and so I wasn't going to translate anything I was like I'm not going to translate anything if you know it good for you if you don't have some go empathy. to google translate <laughs> google is so bad it won't, yeah. help you. <laughs> it won't help you oh wow I yeah I like that you don't want to take the experience away from the reader it's like yeah yeah this is how so, it's supposed to feel like you're not supposed to understand it you're supposed to go through the discomfort of not understanding it not understanding so yeah so my friend uh darling london uh we, were, we met up real quick uh just for a quick like what is it called reunion um yeah. and she heard people next to her speaking in irish and she goes, are they speaking Irish or are they speaking English? And for her, there was a disc like she wasn't like prying, she wasn't like discussing, she was interested, but yeah. like there was a discomfort because she didn't know and I didn't know what they were saying. Right. And I was like, so it, it probably comes from that as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I should probably send that poem to an agent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go say, for Give it. Me money. That would be really cool. I would love to see your stuff. I know there's, you know, very limited public posts available, but that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. So, awesome. yeah. So that's basically my life. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, my I, I was so curious, like, when you said um that you write a lot of dark stuff, I was going to ask why. And then I always, so you said that you are in Kashmir. I mean, you know, you were born in Kashmir. No, I was born in England. My family. Oh, you from, were born in, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, but my gotcha. my family, my grandma, my mom, my dad, grandmothers, whatever, they come. So I'm a first generation immigrant. Immigrant, Is yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, first gen. Wow, okay. It's just from all the so stuff called, that I've heard about Kashmir, like I know there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot it's of it's just messy yeah it's called so it's called a third culture kid so a third culture kid is where so let's say i have my identity so i've got british identity i've got kashmiri identity identity but there's not so this is in britain you have british identity but i have kashmiri identity but most people have one i have both so i'm a third culture so that's the third culture of the two oh it's like one, a, a, right? a harmony the, of both of both right and i'm in the middle it's called third culture kid okay. um so most of my poems um represent the feeling of being a third culture kid um and it then it goes into falling in love and blah 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 um but do yeah you, so that, that's do you enjoy being a third culture kid Yes, because okay. when in if I'm in public, right, nobody can talk about me because I'll understand <laughs> them. <laughs> it's on it's a YouTube uh pr not prank, but there's a few like uh Asian like there's an Asian 
TikToker who's I think she's a pilot or a stewardess oh, cool. in a pilot, right? Uh, but then she hears people talking about her in I think Mandarin or something. And there's another guy who uploads his version, and then they turn to the people. So she turned to the person and said, "Yeah, I understand what you're saying in their own language." And they were oh, like, "Oh no, no. it's no, it's I just I love it." It's like the beauty of languages in a way, you know, there's kind of two sides. It's like one language is a way to harmonize people, but then also it splits people apart. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it, it's I, kind of up to the individual to use it um, however, which way they want. Yeah. So I was watching a YouTube, one of these side men, it was, it just came up. It was a short, you know, when you go through shorts and yeah. on YouTube and, you just watch all of it and yeah. one of them i don't remember his name so i can't credit him so if he hears it i'm sorry uh, but he was saying if children all around the world was taught sign language at birth there would be no hatred or racism and i was like oh that was deep man wait why is <laughs> it because like it's a universal it, language universal but then i was like but but what Actually, about English? Like it could apply to English. Any- it could be, so you have a uh, British British sign language, American sign language. Oh. Uh, but then if you have Arabic, so in Arabic, if you have sign language, is 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 different because Arabic is a, it's a completely different. It doesn't use English letters. It use it's okay. an Arabic letter. If it was in the Greek, characters, then I thought yeah. about it, right? I was like, it still has a point, but yeah, yeah. So like it could. People will find you. You can't give people nice things because they will find a way to freaking ruin it, tear it apart. Like you know, well, we gave people cars and look what they uh, did. They ruined the Oh my god! Yeah, um, it's always yeah. Yeah, I think like the one hard truth I learned is like there's never things always create more problems. Like whether you like it or not, like one solution is is it's never. Um, an end-all be-all kind of thing it's always going to create more problems and you just have to choose whether or not you can put up with it yeah so i yeah that's interesting you said that so i was talking to uh, a vegan in my city because they have a harder social circle um and uh, and this is when i got into veganism as well right so they yeah. were saying veganism is not the be-all and all solution to end uh, torture of a people or a species but it's the least likely to one to cause harm to anyone yeah. because you're not killing anybody on purpose you're not killing an animal you know and, and i'm not trying to convert anyone i'm just saying they might have a point if if mm-hmm. if you were to be like i don't want to cause any harm to anyone and i will do my best to stick to that point you would then have to be a vegan. Yeah. Or just, you know, die. Or just, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, take yourself like out baby. of the equation completely. <laughs> but it's, it's an interesting point of where you get your um, ethics from, from where you get your, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a group out there who are fighting for plant rights somewhere. <laughs> And then that's gonna create the a plant slow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so here's oh. that's my uh, outlook. I'm just like 
it is what it is. I don't get stressed anymore. Uh, yeah. I don't get just, I mean, anymore. just do the best and that you like, can. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's my that's my viewpoint on life. I'm just like, yeah. All right then. <laughs> I guess so. You should be a politician. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I value my life. Because it's like, even the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow isn't even that great. So it's like... <laughs> What's the point, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for the very enlightening conversation. Oh, um, no problem. Awesome. Thank if you, you so much. Second, mm-hmm. If you want a second episode, I'm available. Oh my God, please. No, no, no. I'm serious. (laughs) I always open the opportunity to bring back guests. I feel like it's always nice to catch up, you know, because especially now, like we talked about a lot of things, right? But we never really got into like our life story and like the, you know, personal stuff. And I feel like there's a lot there left to explore. So I'm, I'm open for it. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's nice meeting you, Gladys, right? Yeah. Yeah, Gladys. yeah, yeah. Ignore. Yeah. See, you're paying attention. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before you go, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please take 15, 20 seconds to leave a nice rating and review. It will really, really help the show. Also, come say hi and let me know what you thought about it on knuckleball podcast on instagram i really love to get to know you as well and maybe maybe we can be friends who knows (laughs) all right have a good day bye bye